This episode of Talking with T-Bird on Rob as a Podcast is sponsored by Theragun Generation 4. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. And now it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. If you have muscle soreness, aches and pains, tightness in your neck, the Theragun is going to go ahead and loosen it up. It is an amazing device. The all-new Theragun Generation 4 has a proprietary brushless motor that's so quiet, you'll wonder if it's on while you're soothing your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power amplitude and effectiveness and i am not joking around when i say that the theragun is a powerful device that your aches and pains and sore muscles do not have a chance up against the theragun and i have used it myself the first lady of podcasting is a big fan if you get tightness in your hamstrings you do an intense workout and are feeling it the next day. The Theragun is going to help you recover faster. If you get something called Tech Neck, which I also get from looking down at your phone, looking at a computer screen all day, that that is going to work miracles on your sore shoulders and neck muscles. And you can try the Theragun for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with the OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and the power that you need starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash RHAP right now to get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash RHAP, theragun.com slash RHAP. If you stay here and listen, Life will never be the same Cause we're talking with T-Bird now And this T-Bird you cannot change Oh, this T-Bird you cannot change And things might be Yeah, that's right. Talking with T-Bird is back. And boy, do we have a good one for you here today. That's right. We're going to be talking with Nayanka Mixon here on the podcast from Survivor Nicaragua. And here is the woman who tracked her down. Here is the great Teresa T-Bird Cooper. Hello, Rob. Can you believe that Jeff Probst called her the villain of the season? Yes. She was phenomenal. Her her confessionals were so good. I know she's going to have a lot of fun things. She's going to keep us entertained today. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk to Nayanka. This is uh, yeah, a bucket list one for me. I- I've always wanted to interview Nayanka. Yeah, she was... an interview with her, but I've wanted to... Ever since we went back and watched Nicaragua in uh, TEOS, uh, which you can go and check out at evolutionstrategy.com, uh, I always thought she's very underappreciated. Oh, absolutely. 100%. She's got so much. Her character is just out there. It's wonderful. Very entertaining. 
So we'll talk to Nayanka here today. Last time out, you and I got to speak with Cindy Hall. I had so much fun talking with Cindy. Yeah, I did too. I didn't know anything about Cindy before we started. And I just really, after reading about her and after talking with her, she was fantastic. And you know, Rob, she reached out to me right after we finished. And she said, I have so many stories I forgot to include. Yes. So I, I, just throwing I, I, that out there. I, I know. And you uh, that I know you also said and then her sister was also reaching out to you. Well, when I talked with her right after she was with her sister, and she said her sister would love to come on too and then kind of talk about Cindy and her survivor story. So they might be a lot of fun for the listeners to hear. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to hear that story about her going to California. I'm just, I'm worried it could be a sad story. Like it wasn't like, did somebody try to murder her or something? <laughs> I'm not sure. It like, sounds I, like I it hope was it's a not like super dark. Like I'd like to, I'd like to hear it, but this isn't like a true crime podcast. That's true. Well, if her sister's own, I mean, maybe they'll. We try uh, to keep it kind of light. Yeah. We want to keep it light. So. See if you could find out if there's like a uh, if there's like a lot of like crimes in this story, like criminals and bad guys that are doing bad things that would 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 not be fun to listen to. See if you could like sort of just like suss out like what the the sort of big picture is of the story. Okay, okay, I'm your girl. Without ruining, it. I'm your right. girl. Without ruining, it. I'm yeah. your girl. Absolutely. Okay. Because if it's sort Come of on. like hijinks and like a madcap adventure, sure, I'd, I'd love to hear that. All right. Well, I mean, are you wanting to get them on soon? To go over this adventure? That we I guess, let's hear me. I'd like to hear what the story is. Like, if she was, like, abducted, you know, I don't, I don't know if we're uh, racing to do that one. That's right. And Pretty you don't anti-abduction like on this podcast. Yeah. yeah, and you don't like surprises, so I guess I'm going to have to find out ahead of time. Don't love surprises. All right. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I know. You do not okay. like surprises. All right, but everything else is good for you, T-Bird? Everything's good. I wanted to tell you that um, I listened to your podcast with Mike Bloom and Chantel. About the yes, hats. The hats. I love that. So I did want to tell you this. Noticeable hats at Without Play Noticeable list. hats. Yes. That was yes. fantastic. At the very beginning, you said something about you're not able to wash hats. But I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of hats, like baseball hats, that you could put in the very top of the dishwasher. Top right. Run the dishwasher. Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't think Is you did. Is that what you, you did you with said, your hat for Survivor Africa? No, I can't tarnish that. I can't do it. It'd be like, it'd be okay. like washing Fabio's socks. It would take the... The mojo out of it. You can't do that. Okay. All right. Uh, (laughs) T-Bird, we're going to get to Nayanka in just a moment, but let me take a moment to thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at Solo Stove. Solo Stove is a brand new sponsor, and this thing is really cool for anybody who likes to sit outside by the fire, whether it's (gasps) camping or in your own backyard. I know you are, uh, I told you before, you are going to love this when you see it, T-Bird. Look up the Solo Look up Solo Stove. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's going to take you back to sitting around the fire in Survivor Africa. It is uh, so cool that it is a, basically, it's like a a fire pit that's portable (gasps) that you can bring with you. And it is all fire, no smoke. They say where (sighs) there's smoke, there's fire. Not here. Rob, Rob, okay, this is the absolute truth, just really quickly. Do you know that I have a fire out here? Glenn had me a fire pit built. After a while, he finally had me one built, a small little patio area. I have a fire every day. 
that I'm not flying every day, year round, year round. And listen to this. There's more. I cannot wait to look at this solo stove. I'm going to do it as soon as we finish. I actually talked Glenn into talking to somebody to have a fireplace put in the house so I can have a fire, not just outside, but inside. This solo stove might just save us a little bit of money. Yeah. Especially what we need to do. Outdoor events right now, when you're get, uh, getting together with uh, people that, that are in your uh, like your safe circle, you want to sit outside and uh, you know or have a uh, socially distanced drink with someone. This yes. is perfect. Put your phone away and have one of those fireside moments that ground you in what it means to be human. Stainless steel construction designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently. There's so little smoke, you're gonna wonder like. How is there fire coming out of this? Is this gas? No. No campfire smell on your clothes and hair and nothing left but ultra-fine ash for easy cleanup. From camp stoves to backyard bonfires, you could toast marshmallows on this thing. Solo stove products are portable and built to last. Easy to light with a few bits of starter. Your fire is going in minutes. Take your solo stove with you on the road. Set it up on your rooftop or backyard. And solo stove is so confident in their products, they give you a lifetime warranty with every purchase and right now you can get ten dollars off when you use promo code rjp at checkout just go to solostove.com that's s-o-l-o-s-t-o-v-e.com remember you get ten dollars off when you use promo code r-h-a-p all right let's get to nayanka where she could put uh, she could uh show she didn't burn fabio socks i was gonna say that she could put fabio socks right in there but that was that uh, that's russell who was uh burning stock socks that's that, right. uh, nayanka's just borrowing them all right uh nayanka is on the line t-bird take it away all right all right survivor nicaragua started out with two tribes espada players over the age of 40 and la fleur players under the age of 30. This season did not get rave reviews, but it was not due to our fiery guest today. Today's guest is the first player we have had the pleasure of talking to from season 21, Nicaragua. She has said that to be cast on Survivor, you need to be memorable. She most definitely would follow her own advice. To say she was a standout on this season would be a total understatement. I am a beast, a warrior. I had so much power, she has said. I carry the season, and without me, there would have been no Nicaragua. She has described herself as unique, spontaneous, funny, a ray of sunshine, in fact. And Jeff Probst described her as the season's villain. To this, her reply would be, I gave them gold. And that she did, as her confessionals are certainly proof of. The 27-year-old PE teacher from Los Angeles, California, fresh out of a marriage, had never left the country before, and as she would explain it, was at the right place at the right time. She was approached on Venice Beach and asked if she would be interested in playing Survivor. She was not familiar with Survivor. They told her it was a game, played on an island for a million dollars. That was enough. She was in. Now. It wasn't America's top model, which she had applied for six different times. But after watching Heroes versus Villains during her casting final, she said, quote, this looks easy and the rest is survivor history. She left the game. Okay, quit on day 28 with no regrets. 
I played the game exactly the way I said I would at the beginning. I would lie, cheat, and steal. I would be faker than faux fur. I would pretend to be your friend and stab you in the back. I lived up to that. She has said she would like to play again. Quote, I deserve my redemption. End quote. CBS told her it will never happen because she quit. But if there is any good reason to let a quitter return, this assertive, sassy, brash, brazen, confident, confrontational, at times maybe a little arrogant, but always entertaining girl would be that good reason. And she will not apologize for stealing the food, talking about Kelly B's leg, or taking Fabio's socks or any other crazy antics she did. That was just my character on the show, she said. Making her very first appearance on RHAP, I introduced to you the beautiful, spirited, once you meet her, you will never forget her, this memorable girl whose name actually means she is fire, beautiful to watch, but dangerous to mess with. I welcome Nayaka Mixon. Wow. Oh, my God. What an intro, Nayaka. I am in tears. Wow. Hey, darling. That was incredible. It's so great to have you on, Nayaka. We are so excited. Thank you. Wow, that was incredible. I am literally in tears. Like, that was awesome. Thank you. Yes. Wow. T-Bird. You have to be careful. Oh, Nayaka. Oh, this is wonderful. So... (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. Let me get myself together. Nayaka, I'm so excited that you're here, that I had the chance to rewatch your season a couple of years ago, and that it it may not have gotten me in the real time, but wow, uh, you were such a star in uh, that season of Survivor Nicaragua. And I think it's uh, a tragedy. We haven't seen you back on Survivor since then. (laughs) Yeah, I've been asked that a lot um, since COVID has hit. Everybody's at home and yeah. it's starting to circulate like the there's a couple. I've actually found it on Pluto. They're starting from yeah. season one and uh, Netflix and Hulu. Uh, yeah, I believe Hulu has, a, Hulu has, has a some seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm starting to get hit up a lot now and it's good and it's bad. Um, I am also part of the Black Survivor Alliance. We've been going sure. on for since about april and what we've been doing it's we've been talking about the way we've been cast and how we've been treated and that might have something to do with it other than the quitting because when people bring up the quitting to me i go they could definitely bring me back if they wanted to because they brought colton back yeah and people categorize colton as a quitter that returned back and then it's like well i was such a villainess that was so entertaining that why haven't I been hit up for anything? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. And when we talked, cause I got to speak to Jeff um, a few months ago and I didn't have anything to say about returning to the game. It was about certain questions that were asked to me during confessionals or um, things that Jeff would ask. And it would be kind of, kind of black, you know, if you will, um, it wasn't appropriate and it was hurtful. Um, now that it's been 10 years, this summer actually marked 10 years since my season. And we did um a, re- a virtual reunion and it was cool, but I left early because I don't really like majority of them on my season. Okay. I, I don't <laughs> like a lot of them. I think um they are just, uh, some of them are full of SHIT. Yeah. And some of them are still playing the game and I'm not. Like I'm unapologetic. I gave you me. 
I didn't expect to be friends with anyone afterwards. And if I did, that's totally a blessing because this show happening to me was a true blessing. It wasn't anything on my bucket list. And so many incredible things have happened. And I've had to experience the highs that come with it and the lows that come with it. I get hate mail every day. You black ghetto trash, you whore, you black whore. I get all kinds of stuff. But I had to build thick skin throughout the years and not not respond. Cause I would want to respond like you don't know me or be like, well, you ain't got shit else to do. You know, I mm-hmm. would go back and forth with them, but I've learned now, like I'm not gaining anything from it. I have more positive fans than I do negative. And I think that some of the negatives really love me, but they just got to say something that's negative. Well, I don't get it. But at the same time I do, it's like mm-hmm. either you either love me or you hate me. There's absolutely no in between. And they're not going to forget you either way. <laughs> I don't. I, I hope not. And uh, I can't wait to talk about all the survivor stuff. But uh, you know, it's been you know uh, ten years since you played on Survivor. Could you give us uh, just the update of uh, well, what's been uh, sort of the the big things going on for you uh, since we saw you on Survivor? Well, uh, I had the support from a lot of the Survivor Survivor alumni. That came to my doggy daycare opening in downtown Long Beach on Ocean Boulevard. I became the first black owned doggy daycare. Yeah. First black owned business um, in downtown uh, Long Beach. And I had a bunch of support from yes. uh, su- the Survivor family that came. So I did that. And that's been up and running now for about eight, almost nine years now. It's wow. Kind of got a mind of its own now. I don't, I'm not as hands on as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been special needs um, teacher. Paraprofessional. Um, I recently just got hired today to work with the elderly um, that are are mentally challenged. So I am just I'm a loving person. Like what you guys saw was like somebody that was competing to try to change their life. But in real life, I'm just I'm just a loving person and giving, and I I want to make a difference. That's amazing. Thank you, yeah. Nayanka. That is, you know, Nayanka. I have read and watched so many videos that you did and interviews that you've done to learn about you, if you will. And from the start and to where I am now, I've talked to a couple of your castmates and um, I actually talked Jane Bright. I talked with Jane um, and she said some really great things that I'll share with you at some point during our interview. But I asked her, was she a character? Was she playing for the camera? Because, you know, your confessionals and everything were so dramatic. And Jane said, (laughs) no, that was her. She was going 100% to win the game. That That was her place at the time in her life. And that was her. She wasn't being fake or phony. She was being herself. So I love that Jane said that, you Mm -hmm. know, because a lot of people might not know that. And and I don't know, Rob, when you hear that somebody quits anything, um, I know there are a lot of reasons to quit. But for us that have played that want to be out there so badly, you know, that that can't imagine quitting. um, You think about different things or different players, how they're playing out there, if they're working hard, if they're kind of sitting back being lazy. Um, and sometimes I think you think if somebody quits, they're probably just out there hanging out, not really doing much. Mm-hmm. Jane said that you were the hardest worker, that you worked so hard at camp, that you did so much, and that you were just bigger than the average person over the top. 
So, you know, I think that speaks a lot for you, especially when people that have played with you are saying that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jane was incredible. Jane was one of my favorite um, after Purple Kelly. Purple Kelly, that's that's Mm -hmm. my main. But um, Jane always had my back and I had her back because that confessional when I went off on Marty, that was because of what he did to Jane. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how he was talking to her. And Marty was an asshole. I'm sorry. He he was really, really, really cocky, over the top King Kong. I'm gonna beat on my chest and screw everybody. What I say goes. But Jane, um, Jane was fishing for us. She would go out there early in the morning, make a whole line in our little lake slash river, and come back with like six fish. She started the fire for a spotter. Like she was underrated. Like they were, they had her under the radar when she was really a threat. Mm-hmm. And I, I love her. And, and I think that she did deserve player of the game because she, she had that old lady strength. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she, she had this strength where she don't really look it, but she'll knock you the hell out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she was 56. She was 56 when she played. Yeah. And so, did you yeah, see that's... that one challenge with the bar? She, she outlasts everybody. And she was the oldest. Yeah. She was the only one that could hold that metal mm-hmm. bar from hitting that tile. And then after everybody was done, she said, can I just do it a little bit longer just so I could see how long I could go? Mm-hmm. That was Jay. <laughs> now, I would love to know from you up to just in terms of like when you went out there, did you have like a plan of like, hey, I, I'm going to be this way like in, in the confessionals? Like were you very aware of the TV show? Because you you brought so much to the confessionals. Like I'm always curious to know like uh, like were you trying to entertain the people at home? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> No, Rob, that's that's really me. Um, I never watched the show. I remember walking in on my grandmother watching the show when it was the first season with Richard. Yeah. And I was like, what what the hell is that? You know, because he was he was naked. I walked in on that episode, he was naked. And I just went upstairs. She told me about it and I never never looked back, never <laughs> watched her anything. But then when I went to Venice and I was recruited, I came in the house and my mom was doing hair at the time and I'm like, Mom, these women walked up on me. I didn't even think it was like real. Mm-hmm. And she was like Oh shit! Said, well, that's gonna be fun. I said, "Yeah, I'm about to see what this is about." So after I got that, because that happened, um, like on a Sunday. Can I ask you, Nanka, what were you doing? That you must have been doing something where you know when they they uh, like uh, you you had to have been doing something that caught the attention of the casting people. Oh my god! Okay, I don't know if you guys are ready for this story. Okay, we're it's ready. A stoner, it's a stoner, yeah, stoner we're ready. Story. Okay, so at the time I had this gangster car, and it was called a Monte Carlo. It was a two door. And I had my dreads at the time and I was with the guy that I was with and we just finished hot boxing my car <laughs> when, when it shit happened. T-Bird, do you know what that it. is? No. Okay. Don't worry I, about I it. Then. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay. No, wait, yeah. wait. I think I just figured it out. I think I just okay. figured it out. Okay. okay. We just okay. <laughs> Cause we went to Venice beach with intentions <laughs> to get fruit. I wanted um, strawberries. I had strawberries, bananas and whipped cream at this one stand. And I was really craving it that day. And we were high out of our minds. So we were walking down the boardwalk and my flip flop broke because I was walking like I, something was wrong with me in the first place. I was just just through them. I was just gone. Okay. Yeah. So my my sandal breaks and then these two women walk up on me and it was Lisa T. And I don't remember the other chick. She was short, but she was cool, too. And 
they liked my look because my dreads were in a big ponytail on the top of my head, sitting on the right side. And I had this one colorful locked lock yeah. that I got done at Venice Beach. So I, my look just stood out on its own. I had a button up shirt and jeans, but a broken flip flop. And I looked pissed off because I only have money to get this fruit. So they say, hey, have you ever thought of? No, they said, um, do you know what time it is? I looked up real slow, pissed off, like, okay, you clearly see that I'm pissed off because my sandal is broken. Y'all both have iPhones wearing watches. This yeah. is, I said this out loud and y'all don't know what time it is. Oh my God, you're so funny. Have you ever thought about doing TV? I'm like, who hasn't? We're all on the boardwalk <laughs> hoping to be on fucking TV. And then uh, they gave me the card. They said, you'll be great. And yeah. call this number. Um, we need to get you to the studio. Uh, we, we need you to pick up a camcorder because you're going to be great. Yeah. Don't change anything. So um, I went to CBS Studios and they gave me a camcorder to film me because I'm not I'm not signing up to be on this. They just literally found me and they're walking me through what to do. Like they're giving me equipment to do this. So I did it in one day, um, came back the next day, um, dropped it off. Um, the next day was my birthday. That's when I turned 27. So all of this happened during my birthday week. And I say at the end of the week, I get a phone call from Lisa T. Um, can you get off work next week? Like all next week? And I'm like, I'm sure I can. She said, okay, well, you need to do that because you're going to, you're, you're a semi-finalist. So when I got to the double tree, it was like a hundred million people in there that were for survivor, but I got there late. So they sent me straight to my room. Um, ordered me a pizza, couldn't talk to anybody. And when we came out the, um, before we came out the next morning, they gave us papers to tell us what group we're in because it's a, a couple hundred people in there staying on different floors, but can't talk to each other. And I was group like C and we would go to eat breakfast at a different time, go to the pool at a different time, go to the gym at a different time. It's literally a breakdown, but I remember yeah. seeing Sash. Um, Brenda was in front of me. Like every time we went somewhere, I was always near Brenda. I remember seeing um Elena. I was like, I know she go get it. She's pretty. Mm -hmm. That's how I remember Brenda. Because I'm like, how can they say no to her? She's so pretty. She gave me Pocahontas, like right off the rip. Um, and we we went through. Brenda and I went through like the final stages together. Um, and then uh, I say the day before, like you see everybody slowly leaving. Once you see somebody leaving with their luggage and when they're in the elevator, they're leaving. It's like bye every day. You see people leaving by like a, the groups leaving and uh, it was a thursday and i was in a room with 50 people and it was heroes versus villains on because that was the season before mine and they pulled me out they were lit uh they're pulling everybody out one on one at a time and you're paying attention to who they're pulling out because everybody want to be on the show at this point and uh they pulled me out they were lit if you, you're gonna have to be a bitch on wheels like if you want camera time you're going to have to just be loud. You're going to have to just demand the camera. Da, 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 da. And I said, I want what y'all right now because I'm nervous as hell. And y'all seem like y'all having a blast. And I'm still in here with 50 other people. Then it was the Friday, the last day. Um, we saw, we had to take a psych test. Yeah. And, um, we did our physical. And that's when I knew, like, I think, I think I'm getting on the show because that was pretty far. And I don't even, I don't even know what my, um, my score was, but I, I know the smartest one was Judson. I wasn't too far behind him, but I think Judson was like the smartest one or one of the Fabio. smartest. Yeah. Wow. Fabio. Um, and then after that, the rest is like, it, it's history. I knew nothing about the show other than like, I mean, I used to watch the real world and have my own confessionals. Mm -hmm. 
you know, about my parents. I talk about my parents. Like, they're getting on my nerves. I just wanted some McDonald's. So I already always had uh, my own side camera. So <laughs> being on a reality TV show and being able to talk mess about everybody and everything, oh, I've been preparing for this all my life. But what you guys got was not a show. It was really me. Like, people were pissing me off. It was certain things that were happening. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think I like people. <laughs> it was getting pissed. You know, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm hangry. It, it's just, you never know what you're capable of until you have to do it. And you get to a point in that game and everybody reaches. No, I don't care if you've won the game or not. You reach a point in that game where you're like, enough is enough. I don't think I could do this anymore. I was ready to go home on the first night because our shelter collapsed on us and Shannon got on my nerves. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to last. And our season ranged for 17 days straight. And imagine having dreadlocks that won't get dry. <laughs> or seeing somebody that's wearing oh, jeans. Yeah. They have jeans and they have a jacket, but I'm in here with my bikini. Yeah. I really feel like if I like would have cuddled with Tyrone when he left, he would have gave me his jacket and I would have won. But I didn't, so he gave it to Kelly. Wow. Yeah, but Kelly had a jacket. That yellow jacket that Fabio was wearing was Kelly. Mm. I think, or it's just me. I'm just thinking of when I took his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Nayanka, what was harder for you, the, being hungry or just the rain, being wet and cold? Which was harder? I'm, I'm sure they were both challenging. Um, being wet and cold. Yeah. Um, because it would, it would, yeah. you would be wet, and then you're by the beach, so you get that breeze. And what they never showed is, um, we found a cave when I was on the floor. We found a cave way down at the end of the beach and we stayed in there overnight in production didn't know how to feel about that because that's not a shelter and we had started a fire under there so the next day they made us evacuate because they felt like the the fire was going to loosen the rocks and um hurt us but it, the, the rain wouldn't stop and we just wanted to get away from the rain and i don't remember like what day that was it was probably like around roughly around day 10 that we found it. And me and Kelly, well, Kelly and I, we had it the worst because she just had on like her dress was like a t-shirt and some biker shorts. And then she had that jacket, but she didn't always wear the jacket. So she would be cold. And when they would pull her out of confessional, pull her out for confessional, they would always pull her out when it's raining. Mm -hmm. She had it the worst. She had it the worst. She couldn't even formulate her words sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Did you, did you remember when she said milk your own milk? Yeah. <laughs> so you feel like that uh, Kelly actually was a lot more talkative. You know, she always has the reputation yes. of she doesn't say anything. She talks a lot. They just was uh, she was like the more uh, you know had had it worse from the elements than anybody else. Yeah, I mean they had a story to tell, and if nobody was telling a story, what is there to tell? I was starting so much shit that it was like. Let's see what she's going to do this time. They were always on me to where I felt like they're going to mess up my game mm -hmm. because they're just like always on me. Kelly and I would have the funniest conversations. I never understood why that was never it. We will have the funniest conversations. I will pull them out of her. Like it was the sock episode. I think it was where I took Fabio's socks because my socks are missing because he burnt my socks. And I told her I was going to go ape shit if I don't get my shit back. And then she said, well, Nate, like, can you let me know before you go ape shit so I can grab my shit? Like we would have reactions and conversations <laughs> in dialogue like that, that they just weren't airing. Like she was really funny. Mm -hmm. 
Now, when you were out there, did you feel like that the production, like, did they feel like, okay, this is our, this is our, the star of the show? Like, do you feel like that they really were, were liking you, or did you feel like that they were uh, n- not really you know, liking what you were giving them? I felt like they all adored my crazy ass. Yeah. Because I always greeted them by their first names when I would see them. Like, I would have fun just with them. Um, but I would piss them off at the same time. Like I like to jog. So before, like once we get tree mill and I know that we have a challenge, I would jog all the way down um, the beach. And one day Brenda came with me and they said, stop doing that because we're not about to run next to y'all with the camera. But I'm like, screw y'all. Like, this is not your game because if I needed help, when mm-hmm. like when I buried shit and couldn't find it, they'll be like, it's your game. And they couldn't tell me anything. So it's like, it's not your game. So let me do what I got to do. I, I, um, I weaved, a blanket out of palm fronds. Um, I helped with our garden once we started, when we wore the herbs from the series challenge. Um, but you could slowly feel like they're kind of rooting for you. And mm-hmm. when I felt it, when I ultimately felt it like, oh, I probably shouldn't leave, was the night that um, I said, I'm going to quit. I don't want to do this no more. And I had to, <laughs> God, you guys, I don't know if you guys put it together, but the movie that they had me watch was so inspirational. It was like it was intentional to get me to stay. Okay, so yeah, some... so they went to you, they showed you Gulliver's Travels. I yes! I thought I thought you were going to say that it was so bad it made you quit. No, it because it had a story behind it, and I'm like I'm sitting there crying like this shit, man. This this is I, so I'm going through my head like I don't know I don't know. So I came up with a game plan in my head like you know what I'm not going to quit. I'm 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 gonna stay. But then I'm thinking like, damn, but I gave up my idol. So I don't really have no leverage. I don't really have any power anymore because what I was going to do was when we went to tribal, I didn't think that they were going to call me first. I thought they were going to call Kelly first and I was going to let Kelly leave and I was just going to stay. And I know that would have been the biggest move in Survivor history to just get a, <laughs> a, a crazy tribal saying that you're going to quit and you actually stay. And I would have been gunned for the next episode but i think at the same time they probably would have been too afraid because i was always doing the unthinkable or even stealing and not even getting a vote yeah they were scared they all did didn't didn't production though try to talk you out of quitting they did um like they took me uh up the road to talk to me um i think 10 different people pulled me out to talk to me they told me that i would have regrets um I should think about it. Like they were really, really trying to talk me out of it, but they wasn't, I don't know that they were doing that to Kelly, you know, because I had won my challenge, but I felt like they really wanted me to stay. But, but one thing I try to stay true to my word. If I say something, but at the same time, this is a game and there are no feelings involved in it. When you're playing, there's no feelings involved. You just, you just there and you in it to win it. Like you don't know these people, you know, but, and you might form a friendship, but, Man, you guys, that mess was hard. It was mm-hmm. not easy. It was not easy. So when I made that choice, I was still teeter tottering because I I wanted to make history, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I can endure anymore of this rain because it, it it was I was over it. I lost about twenty eight pounds. Can we talk a little bit about the reaction to when you quit? Because uh, this was at the time, you know, we we were covering the show on the podcast, and people were so mad. 
yeah. when you when you quit. Uh, the fans were 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 so angry about that. How hard was that for you to deal with? Just like the reaction to not even in the real time of when it happened, but when it aired. Because I got the sense that people felt like, hey, that could have been me. I could have been on Survivor, but uh, yeah. the, the two quitters. Yeah, yeah, it was hard. Um, my family didn't know because they just knew for a fact I won. But I, I feel like I could have, but they just knew. They weren't upset. They're just like, you know, you could have won. So it was putting a lot of like regret on my heart, but I was okay with it. But when it started becoming really real for me was, you know, I, I found out about Survivor Sucks. Then I started finding out about trending things and mm-hmm. my Facebook was horrible. Um, and then my job, they found out where I worked and they were calling my job um, for me to get fired, saying that a um, a PE teacher that um, could do that to a disabled person or can talk like that shouldn't be a teacher. Uh, uh, but let me press pause and go further down the line. I'm a caretaker. Okay, now we can go back. So I didn't understand how people that don't know me can just put judgment off of a choice of me basically saying I quit, but then it wasn't no longer about me quitting. It was about how I played the game. And it was a lot of things that they don't even show you. Like my, If I didn't quit, you guys would have saw, saw me stretching out Uncle Dan's back or stretching everybody out before a challenge, or everybody jogging with me, or me leading prayers. But because I decided to quit, they gave me the angry black woman edit. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a bunch of horrible hate mail. And that's one of the things that we talked about um, with the Black Survivor Alliance when we met with um, the head of CBS, including Jeff Probes. A lot of us was getting that, but I felt like mine needed to really be heard because I don't just represent a black person on Survivor or a black woman on Survivor. I represent a quitter and a black African-American quitter. And it was even harder for me because I would get the, the worst comments. I would get the worst feedback. I mean, you know, it's hard when people are messing with your livelihood, meaning your job. Yeah. So that, that was hard leaving it. I left my job. Nayanka, this is something that I really started thinking about and I want your opinion and Rob's yours. Absolutely. Also, do you think there is a difference between people that are recruited that or again, you know, versus people that are passionate, passionate, passionate that apply, apply many, many times. Here, Nayaka is. She'd never seen the show. They recruited her. You heard me in the opening. She had applied. She was passionate about America's Top Model, right? Mm-hmm. That's what she had applied for six times. So, do you think it makes a difference when people quit if they've recruited and their passion wasn't there to begin with? I mean. Maybe that's something that casting needs to take a deeper look into. And I know they're looking for characters. And Nayaka, you certainly feel the ticket on that. <laughs> Thank but, you're, you. but but like you said, Survivor was not on your bucket list. So you were happy to be there. You'd never left the country before. And I watched videos of you in Ponderosa going out around Nicaragua. You were having a ball. I think the whole thing from start from casting to just when you were touring Nicaragua was all you wanted. But yeah. the passion about winning the game, not so much. Well, I would just want to add that uh, I know Nayanka. There was a thing on the show of like y- you don't like to be cold. You don't want you don't want to deal with the cold, and you didn't have a lot of clothes there. Yet a great character who's giving you great television in Nayanka. Like, why couldn't she have a jacket? Why do we all have to suffer for this? Give the woman a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, well. To answer your question with um, 
the difference between um being recruited and, and, and it actually being something that you want to do, it does make a difference because it played a big part in my decision. Um, I was like, this is something that I didn't ask for. And no matter what happens, whatever the outcome is, I'm going to appreciate it. <laughs> it's something that I can say that not many people can share that opportunity. It's not many people that can say they, they, um, it's a whole process just to get through the door. So just to go ahead and get on an airplane and have an alias and go into another country and your purpose for being at that country, that all in itself is just dope as hell. But if you are at the end of your rope, it could be a good or bad. Like, like for me, it would have just been like, can you believe this shit just fell in my lap and I'm a millionaire, Mm -hmm. you know, or it could have been, I applied for this. I wanted this so bad and it just happened. No. No, and I think if people would have been even more pissed off too, if I won, they would have been mad whether I quit, if I lasted, if I won, just the character that I was, they would have been pissed. But they would have really been pissed if a recruit became a millionaire if I would have put it out there like that with the type of game that I played. But again, I feel like the edit would have been different if I didn't quit. But it does play a big, a very big role. Um, majority of my cast uh, was recruited. Yeah. A lot of us. <laughs> A whole lot of it. And yeah, and Nayanka, so you, when you were telling tell your story right then, I was thinking about Dreams, of course, who you're friends with. And the same thing, he was recruited as well. And he kind of got a bad, you know, a bad Same place, too. too, right? That, uh, that he, I think he was also, he was by the pier, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's what he said, Santa Monica. Dreams? Nayanka, are you at? Are you acting like you don't know dreams? All of a sudden, I dated him for like a week, a week and a half. Okay, there we go. Okay, we were just trying mm-hmm. to pull it out of you, weren't we, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> but I did date him. But like, he's a part of the alliance too. Yeah, the Black Survivor Alliance. And when he got in the room, he was acting like he didn't even know me. So I didn't know him either. Like, oh hey, welcome to the group. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's lucky that you but, didn't but, have a confessional at that moment, right? I mean, what y'all want to know? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, but but Dreams was saying the same thing, Nayanka. There's been people that have played certain ways, but when Dreams did what he did, you know, the fans just went nuts with, with how he played. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, I think we have a really simple test here. I mean, how, how much hate mail does Purple Kelly get? Um. She has more followers than me. I have to put my stuff on um, mm-hmm. on private because people would just want to follow me to just bash me. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I had to end all that. That that that's too much. But yeah, I don't think she gets a lot of hate mail. I mean, what is there to hate? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know Na- like what is there to hate? Yeah. So Nayanka, she you finished twelfth. They had her finishing thirteenth, staying in the game one. You know longer i guess as far as a paycheck as far as a paycheck how did they decide which which torch to snuff out first you know at that point um i was still new to the game still i don't know what the hell is gonna happen with the survivor community like i didn't understand or know how big that world really is because this is a huge world of survivor fans I had no idea, but I think it had a lot to do with, well, this bitch was the favorite and she just want to quit. Well, we tried to talk her out of it. She just go, go ahead and do it. How about we do this? We're going to ask her to leave first. Mm-hmm. I really, that's what it came down to because they were pissed off. Yeah. 
Because wouldn't you think, Rob and Nayanka, that wouldn't this be a perfect time for for Nayanka and Kelly to draw what a purple rock? Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? I, I don't think that they were going to say like, all right, now let's draw a rock to see who, which one of you walks out of tribal council first. But yeah, so I would they like my mad. torch. I don't know who has my torch, but I really want it. Uh, they just recently were trying to put uh, that home alone. Give this to Kevin. Give yes, this to yes, Kevin with the yeah. torch. Yeah. And I was so pissed because I'm like, that's not fair. I don't know where mine is. I don't even know how to get it. And I wanted to be a part of it. But I pick and choose when I want to be a part of certain survivor things because it still opens up a world that I'm just now starting to come out of my shell with it. Like I'm just now starting to let it back into my life where I'm willing to talk about it. People are starting to like hit me up. And I'm like, I'm feeling like it's, I just left the show again. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm feeling like. And, and and I forget about all the amazing feelings that came with it because I've been so blinded by the bad things that came with it. So having this podcast with you guys brings me back to that happy place. Good. So you have said you want to play again. Do you still want to know and that you're going to have to take the good and the bad like, you know, I guess every player does. Do you still want to put yourself out there again? Um, I totally would because I need my redemption, not just for myself, but for my fans to see me actually start something and finish it. Um, I'm, a, a, I'm not going to say I'm a different person because I still will play a hard game because that's just me. You guys will probably get a, a smarter, tougher exterior than the last time. But hell yeah, because I know things now that I didn't know then. I know what can happen if you were to quit, but they wouldn't even, I, that's not even an option. They made a rule called the Nayanka rule, meaning that if you quit, you don't get paid. So there is a, a I am a legend. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people don't like to talk about that legendary shit because that's legendary. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> but I would totally play. How would your 37 year old self play now compared to your 27 year old self? Um, I wouldn't talk so much to their face. I'll just talk all my shit in the confessional. And if they mess with me, then that's when it will come out because it didn't really, I I wouldn't say I was fast at the mouth. I was just quick with it. Like I just had a response for everything. Um, I did a lot of crazy shit, but the crazy shit I did was like, shit, we got to live a little bit. We just Mm got to live. We got to have fun with it. Like it can't just all be game because that was Chase. Chase was just, just all game and not having any fun with it. Like have fun with it. Like take a risk. Like, dude, just do something. We're in fucking Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. This moment is never going to happen again with all of us. Yeah. Now, have you kept up with watching Survivor over the years? I have not because of what it represented. Too. Yeah. And I never played anybody's game. I, I, when I went to research it, I never studied one person. I studied everyone. I wanted to see how everybody moved quietly. I wanted to see how everybody moved um, in your face. Um, I wanted to see how people strategize for alliances and how to form an alliance is like how you live in your life. I'm not about to be friends with that person because they're going to make me go broke. They ain't never got no money. Like you want to align yourself up with somebody that's uh, your balance. Mm-hmm. You want to find that. You want to find a balance or somebody that may be on the same brainwave as you. Like you can't be stupid and just be like, you know what, girl, you funny. I like you. You can't do that. It's not going to work that way. You got to really strategize. But sometimes strategizing doesn't mean actually talking about it. It's just watching the way people move because people tell you a lot about themselves without saying anything. Hey, Nayaka, so you were season 21. Do you do you relate more with 
old school or new school? Because you're right there on the cuff. Now, you know, you know, Rob and I are old school if that, you know, helps sways your decision at all. Right, Rob? You know, I would say I lean more towards shit like both. I'm teeter-tottering. But where I'm at now, um, I would do old school. I would, I would be old school. Yep, I could be a spider. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> now, y'all, if you could change one survivor rule, I know y'all had the medallion of power, which was a new thing, but if you could change one survivor rule that there's that maybe during your season or any season that you watched, what would you change? Um, More jackets. <laughs> Hell yeah. Everybody <laughs> should have an option depending on what continent you at. That's how y'all should choose their clothes. Let it be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Nayanka, I would love to hear from you that uh, what have you made about the career that your Survivor Nicaragua castmate, Chase Rice, has oh, gone shit. on to have that he uh, was like, oh, this guy is writing a song. And then like, oh, let's let, we'll let him play his guitar at the finale. Like, OK, whatever. And then uh, next thing you know, like he's a really big deal. OK. And you gave Hopefully him an somebody- idol. Hopefully somebody sends this part to him because I've been holding this in for a long time. Yeah. I think that Chase went very Hollywood. I don't like when people say one thing and do another. There's a reason why I I may have given him the idol, but he was never going to win if I had anything to do with it. He was very like in his own way. Like, I think he cool, but I'm not about to be sitting up here on this podcast kissing nobody's ass about Chase because I don't like Chase. Okay. Um, I exited the um, I exited the reunion because I felt like Benry went Hollywood um, because he was just, no matter what I said, Benry was just ready to just shut her up. So I don't like Benry either. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase, I want to say congratulations because I cannot take away his talent. But I've reached out to him a couple years uh, after we did it and people were making fake accounts with my name and pretending to be me. And when I finally connected with them, I told them that wasn't me. Like I, nobody knows that from my season, I got hit the worst. It affected me the hardest out of anybody on my season. So it was really hard for me to even um, go into the reunion because I see where everybody is and they're where they want to be. I'm not where I want to be. So to see a grand ass living room on my laptop, I don't want to see that shit. And it's not that I'm, I'm it's not that I'm not happy for you. I am, but I'm not in a place to be fake laughing with y'all and fake pretending like we got along and fake pretending like y'all actually come and see me and support me when I've supported them. So I'm not going to fake about that. So congratulations to him. And that's all I have to say about that. You were close with Jason during the season, but it was a big surprise when you didn't vote for him at the final tribal council. You voted for Fabio, and that was the one vote that ultimately switched the win from Fabio to Chase. Was there something that happened with him in between when you were in the game to when you ended up voting for Fabio? Uh, Yes. Um, Chase was the reason why I didn't leave on day 17 chase opened up to me about his father passing away mm-hmm. and different stories after his father passed and i opened up to him about what i was going through with my divorce and the things that i had experienced so i thought we really connected so as far as me giving him the idol that was that's what i could do i said i'll give you this idol but you got to promise me you're gonna take me out to a nice ass expensive ass dinner 
That's exactly what I asked because I didn't have and I he never did. anybody. He never called me. He's never reached out. No, nothing. So that's why I'm like, I am happy for his career. That's fine and dandy. But I don't deal with fake people. It's been 10 years right there in that reunion. I'm like um, in the Zoom. I'm sending in the messages, my number. Fabio, the only one that took it down because I still talk to Holly. I still talk to Purple Kelly. I still kind of semi talk to Margie. But that was the opportunity right there. So like, I can't cheer for him. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I'm happy for him. But I can't cheer for him because I, I we were vulnerable. And I thought I made a friend. And the fact that I, I, you haven't reached out to me, like none of you guys, other than Fabio, Jane, um, Purple Kelly, like it's a hand, a handful of them that that still I'm connected with. But Chase hurt the most. He hurt the most. So when we were at Pandarosa, I found out that he was swaying, and I didn't know that he was swaying. So when I would be sitting on the jury, he'll look at me, and the look that he's giving me is like, "You still got me, Nay." And I would look away like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because I found out some shit. So when you go to Ponderosa, people get to talking. And it's not like they're like, yeah, we need to vote for this person. It's not like we're trying to agree. We all have our experiences with everybody. Everybody had a different relationship with everyone. But nobody could say that I was different throughout the show. I was the same person with everybody. But Chase hurt the most. And I want him to know that. I really, really want somebody to tell him that he hurt me the most. So for 10 years, not talking to him after sharing that. And I just recently lost my grandmother. And I would have loved to talk to Chase, you know, to fill that pick me up. But he was my brother and he didn't do that. And he was on the Zoom call for the Survivor Nicaragua. Oh, look at that. Do you think he held a grudge because you did not give him your vote for him to win? Um, If he did, so what? Because yeah. they already were going to be CBS was already going to kiss his ass with the guitar. Yeah, get I mean, over it. He he's got money now. He doesn't worry yes, about that mid that million dollars. <laughs> but you know what's not fair at that the, the reunion to let him play the guitar when everybody else has other talents too. Mm-hmm. So you're already showing this extra. Like they did something for him. That platform did something for him. So and I can't take that away from him either. So um, if he held a grudge, so fucking what? You knew that you was about to be somebody after this. I don't care. I came from the hood. So I needed the money. I shouldn't have quit. But when you have certain kind of conversations on that island with certain people, certain people could be real and certain people could be fake. Certain people can be doing things for the sake of getting further in the game. But we freaking connected. And I will say it to his face. You really let me down. So if he's holding a grudge, get over it. I'm not. I'm just not caring for you. Mm hmm. I want to ask y'all something, because during season three, Africa, we were sequestered once we were on the jury. We could not talk game. We were watched every minute. And I know now at Ponderosa, like you were just saying, Nayanka, y'all can talk about everything, what happened. And if you've got a strong personality, which, Nayanka, you do, you could influence somebody's vote. So I still say that the jury should be sequestered from talking to each other about their yeah. gameplay. How do y'all feel about that? Um, I, I agree. But a- again, you know, that's still tricky because shit, I had an alliance with everybody, but not everybody go talk about that. There's certain things, certain people go say because the game's still happening. Cause even if you want to jury, you still trying to play the role. Like I might come back and I still need to be friends with that person. It's the TV when it's like shown when you get to see who voted for who. That really lets you know everything. It tells you a lot. But uh, 
I really don't. I really don't think it will. I don't think so. I really don't think it'll, it'll make a difference because everybody got their own mind. They go vote for whoever they want to vote for and have their reasons behind it. You know, like my reason for voting for Fabio is we had a secret alliance, and it didn't get further than that because the next day I quit. Mm-hmm. But we had a secret alliance. I loved Fabio. I couldn't stand his ass, but I loved him. But I was gonna vote for him anyway because he was the, he was real to me. He was authentic. He wasn't. Oh my god, are we still cool? Are we still cool? He wasn't like Chase and Sash. I I like Sash, but it's, it's, I can't even remember the way he played his game. His game ain't memorable to me. But when it comes to Chase, he just was just too. Are we cool? Are we cool? Are we cool? Somebody that's constantly said you don't deserve it. Fabio, he's just there. He's just living his best life. I want to give it to the person that's living a best life. Mm-hmm. Not the person that's just freaking worried. <laughs> Do you keep up with Fabio? Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Do, you, Do you still have his Do you still have his socks? His dirty socks? And my they're at my mom in my mom's garage with my bag. And I I still have pieces of the original idol because the idol broke in my bag because I don't know if y'all know this, but um when I found the idol with Brenda, I went back later and and buried it again because I didn't want it on me. And I remember somebody saying, I woke up kind of like late. Brenda woke up before me and they said, you know, Brenda went running down there. And I said, went running down where? And they said, went running down like wherever y'all was yesterday. And I said, what? So then as I'm getting up to go down there, she was trying to find the idol to steal it from me. And I go, I get it. I put it in the back of my um, my bikini. I come back to the shelter. I made a hole in my bag and I put it in there. So I started, um, no, that, no, before that, they told me she went down here. I went down here and I couldn't find the idol. I came back and I had a confessional and uh, they said, they was asking me all kinds of questions. And then they go, so what if there's a, you found the idol, but then you buried it. Uh, what if there's a tribe switch? I said, wait, what? Try switch. Okay. And I took <laughs> off running, found my idol, put it in the back of my um, bikini. That's what happened. And then put it in my bag. And that was the day Holly picked me to go to fucking Expada. Mm-hmm. But they gave me a heads up without giving me a heads up. Mm. That I was probably going to be switched. They was like, but what if there's a try switch? Mm-hmm. But I was so pissed off that I went to the spot of me and they didn't have, they had nothing over there. <laughs> Nayaka, could you talk a little bit about your relationship with Kelly Bruno? Because uh, that was a big deal on the show uh, and how uh, you had said that uh, you were going to, what was it? You said you were going to hide her leg? Oh, my God. I said a lot of things that people took out of context. (laughs) It was a joke, people. Yeah. It was like (laughs) if her leg was in the mud, it was like one of those muds I would put her on my back and run with her on my back because we need to get to the finish line. I said mm-hmm. something like that. And then I said something um, on the lines of pushing her and if her leg flies off or some craziness. Uh, was, oh my God, that sounds bad when I say it like that. Um, and it was, damn, some other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably push, push, I said something about pushing her. I don't remember anything about the fire, but it, it was something about the fire. Like, listen, this, we, there is no relationship. <laughs> there never was a relationship. She was a complete ass to me the entire time from when we were at Panderosa before the game started till after the game started. Like, yeah, what what did she do? Okay. Now y'all saw that one episode where she was, because we think she's about to pull out a penis, but what? she just pulled what? down her penis to show her leg. 
Did they show that? I well, I don't did. think so. I, I missed that episode. T-Bird, oh, did you okay, see that okay, in your okay. rewatch? So uh, I, we was at Pandora. Let me give y'all a story. So we was at Pandora. She kept staring me up and down, and I'm looking at her like, "Bitch, why you keep looking at me like that?" Like the game has started, and she had this like this different walk, but she always had on long pants. We didn't know, but she because she never would show her legs. Always had on long pants. So, uh, it was the first day. Like we did our challenge. If you see the first episode, she's wearing pants. She kept wearing pants. Then I. I don't remember if they aired this or not, but if you said they didn't, I guess not. She said, hey, you guys, I want to talk to you guys. So the first thing I started doing is counting all the men and counting all the women. Like, what it is she needs to say? And she was like, you know, you guys, I have something I need to tell you. She pulled down her pants and I'm standing there like she have a, you know, I'm like, what is she looking for? And it was her prosthetic leg. And I'm like, oh, she got to go. She got to go. <laughs> that was it. She got to go. <laughs> And I felt that way because I'm like, oh, she wants to feel bad. And I said, why she going to be kicking her ass? She got to go. And, she, and, she, and we gunned for her from day one. Mm-hmm. She got to go. Well, did she did she tell you she was a triathlete when she showed you the leg? She probably left that I don't out. I remember. Honey, when she showed me that leg, I walked away. I don't know what the hell she said. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> she didn't need that to do all that. She could have did a real cool ass reveal where we had a challenge and just... What kind of reveal? I got something to say, guys. No, nah, I don't like it. That's how it <laughs> That was her reveal. You said she could have done a cool Damn reveal. That. that was her cool that was her cool reveal. No, no, I think she could have <laughs> did it real fly where the other team couldn't. I'm telling you if it, if it was me and this is no tea, no shade. I would have waited for the first challenge. And would have took my pants off in front of everybody. Where Jeff would have been like, oh, okay. Oh, you know, like, I would have hyped it up for TV. Mm-hmm. But to tell, to tell your tribe immediately, we're going to think about voting you the hell off. Because this leg may have superpowers. And I don't want to <laughs> give you any su- sympathy points. Yeah. Because <laughs> you felt like if she got <laughs> to the end, that everybody, that she had the, a great story and then people were going to vote for her to win. Even though you had not been a, a, a super fan of the show, you knew that, you know, if you have a great story at the end, people will vote for you. I had to compete up against people that like, have stories to tell. Shit, I got a damn story to tell, too. The fact that you can actually do something really incredible with this leg and my problem with that damn leg was when we would go to sleep and she'll take that motherfucker off. She always put it next to the logs. <laughs> that's why I said what I said I said keep it away from the fire because she always had it by the logs like yeah. that's an expensive ass process gotta be careful but you know what I did though and I don't know if Kelly knew this Kelly if you hear this I stole all of your scrunchies so I had uh, my dreadlocks and she and I, I wanted more than one and production would only let me have one I'm like you see all of this hair what am I supposed to do and they say I don't know it's your game that's what they always fucking say it's your game Fuck that. So when Kelly's was asleep by her, her foot or her leg, I'm sorry, her shoe was right there. And she had like five scrunchies. I left her with one because she would have <gasps> the scrunchies go around her shoe to hold her foot. Oh, she got extra foot. scrunchies. I stole all so of Rob, one. Yeah. And Nayanka, Rob doesn't know game. how important a scrunch. Rob doesn't know how important a scrunchie is. But you asked Nicole after we finished the podcast. When you have your hair that needs to be out of your face when you're trying to do whatever you're trying to do, work around the house, work out, you got to have a scrunchie. Yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah. Let me talk about Brenda, because I read that you were the reason that Brenda got on Caramoan. I was. Do you remember saying that? That's what you said on an interview. Now, you said it was about three years after your season, so it's been about seven years now. But, um, yeah. Um, you don't remember saying it? Probably so, because I know that it was a table talk about me and her for a while. And it it became like, Brenda's a prettier face. Brenda, Brenda had strategy, and Ayanka quit. So what goes against me is quitting. I would have been better TV. I would have been more strategic. I think I played the most strategic game. So I understood that they brought her back instead of me because I quit. But that's all they could say. That's all you could say. You can't say nothing else other than she quit. Yeah. They have their own um, unspoken rule of not no quitters returning because I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep saying Colton came back. Colton came back. That's a very good point about that. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. You know what? I think I think Brenda would have come back anyway but i definitely think you would have come back as yeah. well i don't think it would have been between you guys you're two different characters now Nayaka, you didn't watch brenda play the second time because that when she played the second time she was she was good in your season but then when she came back the second time then she was like nothing in terms of uh, being television I watched a little because she's another one at one Hollywood for me i sound like a debbie downer but i'm so not i'm just keeping it 1000 no that's what we want um. Uh, she didn't really have. I mean, she played a good game because of who she was aligned with, and I'm not just saying me. She had a good team behind her. Mm-hmm. When um, I watched a little bit of her season because I'm not cheering for her like that either. Um, I only saw the episode when she went diving for Don's teeth. Yeah, and and then she went home, and I was like, oh, they did her dirty. It was one of those. That's yeah, you what didn't I see the one Nayanka where then she said, then she uh, made Dawn take her teeth out of her mouth. What for what? Yeah, you never, you didn't see that. She was like, she's like Dawn, you got me voted out, and and now I got you your teeth. So take take your teeth out. Show everybody your mouth with no teeth. What? She's like, if you want me to give my vote, you take your teeth out right now. I think she got that from you. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. That's some hardcore shit. Yeah. Uh, bravo, yeah. Brenda, but I'm still not cheering for her. That was a big moment. But the, but the rest of it was yeah. very... We, she was very boring the second time she came back. Just look for that on YouTube, Nayanka. Wow. I'm yeah. going to have to watch it. I know you said you hadn't been watching it. By chance, on season 40, Winners at War... Well, of course, Fabio wasn't out there, and I was going to get your opinion on what you thought, if he should have been out there, in your opinion, as one of the winners that were playing. Do you have an opinion on that? I don't think he should have been out there. Fabio would represent the gameplay all the other winners represent. Mm-hmm. I think that they um, actually did. I don't know who all was on there, but I know that my season wasn't represented, um, nor did I really care. But he didn't really have a strategic game, and they want to see people play sh- strategic games it's not fun when people are just skating through you want to see people actually play yeah i think that plays a big part if i would have won my season i would have been back for sure yeah fabio oh for sure but i think the fans want to see me back and i really want to go back for my fans and redemption and 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 nayanka i did read also that you want to see jeff Probst actually play this game without his shirt on Jeff Probst. <laughs> I'm fine with his dimples. 
are you still your and and your definition of survivor of everybody that's played that I think you've said is the greatest player to have played is that still Ozzy um yeah you got to understand what the greatest player means a greatest player doesn't always mean like winning it's the way they played the game Ozzy always have fun Ozzy makes it look fun like freaking Tarzan who doesn't want to go camping with Let's say, quote unquote, who doesn't want to go camping with their friends to play a bunch of games in, in a forest? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, everybody wants to do that. Ozzy made it look fun. And you kept it fun because I, I'm go, I'm looking back at my notes about Survivor Nicaragua from when I rewatched it. And I see, uh, boy, uh, these episodes uh, without Nayanka are uh, really hurting. <laughs> the this, this season got very boring after you left. Wow. I never watched it after I left. You didn't miss a lot. <laughs> it's very boring. Damn. Yeah. Hey, Nayanka, I uh, want to ask you about some of the players that you played with. I just want to give you their name and I want you to give me the very first word that comes to your mind. Whatever it is, okay? okay? And it could be more okay. than one word. Right. Yeah. It could be more don't, than one word, but just yeah. whatever the Don't put the limitations first that on comes Nayanka. To your mind. She has a lot to say. Okay, no, no. No, you're right. Okay. I don't want to cage you in, Nayanka. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kelly B. Kelly uh, B. Can I do a sound? Yeah. Fabio. He brings me joy. He's silly. Brenda. Uh, hmm, that's a word. Okay. <laughs> Purple Kelly. Purple Kelly. My best friend. Jane. A warrior. Holly. Mama. Elena. Weird. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson. Uh, legendary. Was Jimmy Johnson on the Zoom call for Survivor Nicaragua? Jimmy Johnson was on our Zoom, Zoom call. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Wow. It was pretty cool. I haven't seen or talked to him in 10 years, but yeah, he stayed on the whole time. Wow. Look at that. And Chase. What's your word? Oh, Chase and then Sash. I want to do both. Chase? Mm. Chase. (laughs) B-L-A-H. Yeah. All right. And Sash. Um, my friend. (laughs) Yeah. What about Dan? You skipped Dan Lembo. Well, I I didn't know where to draw the line. (laughs) Nobody knew nothing about Dan other than he had bad knees. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And what about Benry? Jerk. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you skip these good people. Uh, well, I know. I, I was real... just trying to pull them out. Yeah. Jerk. And Shannon. You know what? I I like him now. Yeah. So he's a, like, I like him now. But then I didn't know how to feel about him. So he's cool. Yeah, Nayaka. Did you ever get to spend time with Wendy Joe? Um, at the reunion, I did. I got to hang out with Wendy Joe. Wendy lost like ten pounds in three days. Yeah, she only she didn't even wasn't she only on there for like three days? Three yeah, five? yeah, she had lost a gang of weight, but she would have been, I think, fun if they would have kept her. I yeah, think, I think her wardrobe ruled her out immediately. Yeah, she was a funny character, and nobody asked her how old she was. No, huh? How old was she? I don't. Know. <laughs> it says on the 48? website forty eight. Okay, forty eight. So a lot of people had wardrobe issues on, on your season, it sounds like. 
Yeah, they did us wrong, man. They were they really did us in. But I know the next season they went back to Nicaragua, and I'm not sure if the weather was as bad as it was for them as it was for us. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna tell you something about your your wardrobe, Nayanka. The beta suit that you had on for your promo shots, that two piece beige Tarzan Jane looking bathing suit, looks uh-huh. fantastic on. Looks fantastic on you. You look Thank fantastic. You. Thank you. Let me tell you a story behind that. I was busy with teaching my kids and um, I had to hurry up and get a bathing suit. I had to hurry up and I and I'm, I don't like my butt out. Like even running track, I didn't like wearing briefs. So I'd immediately hurry up and put my sweats on. And I found that Juicy Couture bikini. Girl, I went to TJ Maxx. Got it for $25. <laughs> <laughs> it was a well-spent $25 for sure. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know where it sat down because my booty got bigger, so I can't fit it anymore. <laughs> hey, Nayaka, what are some of your pet peeves? Oh, like real-life pet peeves? Sure. Uh-huh. Okay. My number one is when people say like a lot <laughs> and they go like, like, <laughs> like, like, mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like it. If I have a chair that nobody's sitting in, people like to put their jackets in it or their purses. Like it's a chair. I don't like that. Okay. Um, I never I heard that like, one before. I can't stand it. Oh my, I can't, oh my God. I can't stand it. It's a chair. I don't understand. Like my, I've been married twice. My first husband used to do that shit a lot, and I could not fucking stand it. And then the second one, he wasn't too bad. His was just taking his clothes off out from the door. Wow! So it would be a trail of clothes. So it was just, I just, I, I like neatness. He would walk, come, come home, and then just start taking clothes off. Yep, immediately because we walk dogs all day. Okay. And he would just be so exhausted, and it would, and I'm like, this don't make no damn sense. So I just have to start leaving like a bucket at the door. Like, you know what? If I can't work with them, let me work against them. I'm work with them. And I just left a bucket at the door to put a shit right there. Um, another one. Let her go. I don't like yeah, people yeah. smacking their gum. No. Mm-mm, don't talk to me because it's ghetto and it's rude. And I have one more. What is it? Oh, don't get in my car and don't put your seatbelt on because it's going to keep beeping until you do. Mm hmm. Got to put that seatbelt on. Safety first. (laughs) Yeah. And that's it. Like, I like everything. (laughs) So, Naoka, what's the difference between, what's the difference between hood and ghetto? See, I know, oh, for real. Because you said, well, hold on, hold on. Just just to give the context, yeah. this was something Nayanka yeah. said on the show. This isn't like something that T-Bird is uh, curious about. Hood right. for me is when it's just, you know, I have to get that girl. You know, I have to hit it. I have to do that. I have to whoop the whoop girl, you know. And that's ghetto. <laughs> that's ghetto. Ghetto's like, you know, girl, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's right. And hood is just like, bitch. Mm-hmm. I told your ass to sit your ass <laughs> down. There's a difference. <laughs> it's a swag in it too. It's a difference because you gotta mean what you say mm-hmm. when you when you hood it's more delivered strongly. When you ghetto, it's just um you know like it's like Cardi B when she like <laughs> like that. There's a difference. Nayanka, can I ask you about in Survivor Nicaragua that, that you guys couldn't go in the ocean, right? That they had to uh, the keep everything was on the land, correct? 
Yeah, pretty much. And that they had, but so they said, okay, well, this is Survivor. We need to do some things in the water. And then, so they basically made like an in-ground pool that you guys did some challenges in. And Mm -hmm. there was one point in the season where Fabio, a.k.a. Judson, he jumped in the water and Jeff said, Fabio, what are you doing? And he said, oh, I'm peeing peeing in the water. water. That asshole. Yeah. (laughs) And then they said, I have to jump in that shit. Yeah. And then was everybody mad at him or it was just like, oh, that's classic Fabio. I don't know what was so classic Fabio about that because I don't know what he did prior to that for it to be classic. Yeah. I think that it was just one of those, you know what? Nay, nay, nay is about to jump. I'm about to piss in this shit. I think it was just one of those. Yeah. Because we had a love hate. We had a love hate, but it wasn't so much hate as everybody thought it really was. Yeah. Was he just got on your nerves. He just got on my last goddamn nerve. Yes. Because he would just be doing the most. And sometimes it would seem like it was for attention, but then I have to understand he's young like super young so i when that played a part when i can check myself on that it didn't really bother me so much but i mean he was i don't know how how to how to, how to say this but he was developing kind of just goofy it was goofy <laughs> but sometimes goofiness can be annoying <laughs> yeah. he became like that annoying little brother yeah is he the youngest winner to have won he was 21 when he won Rob will know this answer, Nayanka. There's a couple of 21-year-olds. I'm not sure who was the youngest 21-year-old. Yeah, because I know Todd was 21, wasn't he? Yeah, Jenna was 21. Sophie, I think, also was 21. So it's happened a few times. I don't know by month uh, who was who was the youngest of, of all those people off the top of my head. Um, Nayanka, could you tell us, do you watch anything else on television that's uh, a popular show for you? I am a reality TV junkie. What else do you watch? I like Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. I like Black Ink, Chicago. Um, my mom and I really like um, Breakfast with Tiffany. With um, the girl that played, um, the girl that was on uh, New York. Yeah, I Tiffany Pollard. Yeah. Yeah, we love her. Oh, my. Oh, I love her. I'm mm-hmm. going to meet her. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, I think those are my main ones. I like, I like Ratchet TV. Yeah. I even like watching the oh the the cheapskates. Cheapskates. Oh my god, that shit is so funny. It's well, the people that don't want to spend no money, but they do the strangest things to save money. So they're like coupon cutters, cheapskates. <laughs> yeah, it's on the, it's on TLC with the coupon cutters, but they cheapskate. Like it was one girl. Yeah. That was pregnant and she don't like buying prenatal pills. So she dumpster dive to try to find bottles, and she legitly finds them. She needed to paint her nursery, so she went to a paint place and asked for a bunch of samples and did the baby's room with all the samples. Yeah. So cheap. It's good. It, I also laughed a lot, too. Yeah. I'm going to watch this show. Yes, you would like yeah. it. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. On TLC, Extreme Cheapskates, T-Bird. Yeah. It's okay. good. I'll put y'all on just now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, T-Bird, do you have anything else for Nayaka? Oh, let me think. Oh God, I could probably I, I could talk to you all day. You're you're yeah, I, I you're a lot day. of fun. Yeah, you're a lot of fun. Um, Thank you. I can't. Th- I'll think of a bunch of questions. Yeah, you know, I, I, I will. Rob, to you read the newspaper, Nayanka. <laughs> you guys are silly. What what else do you do? Thank do you, you do, do you do YouTube videos or uh, Instagrams? What, what do you do? Anything? Um, I'm on Instagram. 
Um, yeah. I, I've, I've been thinking about doing um, a YouTube channel or a podcast because I have a lot of things to say. And uh, I don't know. I think and people are saying I'm a character and I'm just who I am. But when I say what I say, I feel like I could grab your attention and you could listen to it. So I want to come up with topics to talk about and have Survivor Wednesdays where um, or Thursdays where they can, the fans could call me and ask me questions, which will help me get to learn my fellow Survivor family because I don't know a lot of their names. I don't know a lot of their seasons. Um, but that would help me if we do Q&A or I can have yeah. somebody come in and help host with me and be a co-host. Like I've been thinking about it because all my friends are really telling me to really start using the platform of having Survivor behind me. And mm-hmm. I put it so far behind Nayaka, me and I'm going to come back. Nayaka, you're going to love this. Rob, stay with me on this. You need to reach out to Bryce from Cagayan. Purple Popkins. Oh my God! You guys would be great. You have you can get on a podcast with him. You guys would just tear it up. It'd be fantastic. I would talk to him about what do you think, that. Rob? Yeah, that's, that's good. What, what am I? Chop liver though? <laughs> no, Rob, oh, of course you're not. Of course you're not. But can you imagine the chemistry? I mean, the chemistry with Bryce and Nayaka. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that dear would, that Lord. would be great. Yeah. It would be fantastic. And then, of course, throw Rob in there too. Nayaka, throw Rob in there mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah. Throw him in there. Throw sure. him in the mix. Yeah. I'm so down. I mean, I saw what he was doing and I'm really proud of him because it's taking off. Yeah. Yes. He's a great, great guy. He really is. And it's like you, he's, you just listen to him and he he makes you laugh. He makes you smile. He's, it's, it's, he, you have a good feeling when you're, when you're listening to him. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty dope. I'm new to meeting him. I'm um, I'm a fan. Yeah. I saw a friend request and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And then I saw that he was actually a contestant on Survivors. I didn't even know. Yeah, on Netflix. Because he came at me as a fan. Yeah. And I'm like, what? So I went to this page. Let me see who the hell this is. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're a family. Mm -hmm. And didn't even know. And we've been cool. We've been cool. I support him. Yeah. So, Nayaga, did you hear what Rob said? Kagayan, the season now, is on Netflix. So you can actually watch him. Yeah, you I, I saw f- that. It's 28, right? Yeah, 28. Do you do you hope that they put Survivor Nicaragua on Netflix or do you feel like that you don't uh want all that noise? Um, you know what what it, it, to me, uh it's heavy, but I'm learning how to accept it and love it and embrace it. And I would love for it to go on Netflix. It's it's such a pleasure to be a part of something so freaking legendary that I would love for it to be on Netflix because Netflix is so huge and mm-hmm. everybody's watching Netflix. And it's not that I want um, the attention. I think that I was entertaining and I think that people will enjoy watching it. I really do. So I do hope that they, they do that. I don't know how they could, but I do hope they do. Mm-hmm. Definitely entertaining. You are. Yeah. I mean, anybody can just go to YouTube and watch your, some of your confessionals and they are fantastic. they're really they're very entertaining thank you yeah all right now is there anything that you want people to check out the the uh doggy daycare or anything no no actually i want to say i love everybody i want everybody to love on each other kind of we going you love everybody i love everybody i may not like you but i love you yeah (laughs) and i want everybody to um, it's a good line i remember that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to understand that this this pandemic 
we have to make the best out of it as we can. Put your mask on. Keep washing your hands. That's Love right. Love on your loved ones. Check up on everybody. Check up on their mental health. Check up on them because, you know, our days right now are scarce. We don't know. So just check up on people. And even if you don't talk to them a lot, it means a lot to people when you just say just checking up on you or just thinking about you or you cross my mind. Like, I really want to want to push that because a lot of people's mental health right now is not there. So I encourage that. Okay. T-Bird. Thank you. That I, I love what she just said, Rob, about check up on people for their mental health. And and Nayanka, it doesn't surprise me that you're saying that a special needs teacher working with the elderly, you know, with special needs, with animals, you know. I think people are going to see a whole different side that they might not have seen during the game. And thank you so much for spending your time with us today. My pleasure. And again, um, Rob, thank you so much. Whenever, whenever you want me on. Okay. I let, got you. Let, word, let's talk you about the- some shows, Nayaka. Uh, I'm down. You let me know. Yes. And I'll, I'll, um, on my Facebook, I'll sit in Facebook, I'll message you my information. Okay. Contact. And T-Bird, I want to thank you for the amazing introductory. You really made yeah. me cry. It was amazing. And I thank you for Hold that. On. And Nayaka, what are, you, are you cooking right now? I am the whole time. What are you making? <laughs> what are you making? Um, I have steak with bell peppers and onions in the pressure cooker. I wow. made um, homemade mashed potatoes and I'm cooking cabbage right now. Wow. And, and this oh, is just like sounds- a, a regular Tuesday? I cook a lot. Well, for my boyfriend, when he comes over, I cook for him. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what you get when you don't take your clothes off as soon as you walk in the door. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hey, Nayaka, you've just mentioned about cooking. When I was watching your Ponderosa videos, it looked like that um, Marty was cooking up a lot of amazing meals for y'all. Marty could cook. Marty could cook. He could really throw down. Yeah. He made our first meal. It was a, like a, it was a muscle seafood pasta. Hey, Nayaka, what's your, what's your perfect date night? What's your perfect favorite date? Oh, my God. For him to drive. And I like to eat outdoors. So like a picnic outside or on the beach with um, champagne. I like cheese. He doesn't eat cheese, but I like cheese. And just watching a sunset and talking about goals. I like to do goals. Wow. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. a cheap date too. It's and but you know what? The best things are cheap. Yeah. I don't need all that. I'm gonna tell my wife that. I'm gonna write that down, Nayaka. Okay. I mean, you know what? I'd rather have <laughs> gifts from the I'd rather have gifts that are created from the heart or thought about from the heart than to just go out to the store and get me something just because. And mm-hmm. that's what he says. Whenever I see him. Whenever he comes over to my house, he always brings me flowers or his food. But he takes care of my my soul. Wow. Yeah. Aww, All right. Nice. T-Bird, let's <laughs> let Nayanka get, uh, get back to dinner, okay? You guys are so yes. I've been cooking the whole time. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bye, guys. I love you guys. And yeah. take care. Thanks. Thanks, Nayanka. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay. Thanks, Nayanka. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Okay, there you go, T-Bird. Uh, Nayanka. Yes. Yes. All right, what do you think? Everything you thought? Yeah, no, she's great. I mean, she is uh, such a character, and it's nice to hear her on the podcast. And, uh, you know, sorry that she had such a tough time. People were really mad. 
I mean, I, I remember yes. it was like in the early days of the podcast, and people were like, "You, like you better tell her that we are not happy about this." I was like, "Oh, what do you, what do you want me to do? It's not my job to yell at people." Well, and Rob, people you were know, like, "You are too you. nice to her." Yeah, like, but well, Rob, look, you know, I, I'm, you, not gonna, I'm not, I'm not like the, you know, uh, drill sergeant of Survivor. Like, uh, like, damn it, what are you doing? And, and Rob, for somebody like you or for me that played, you know, of course I was older and I wanted to win and play and stay in. Mm-hmm. But again, she came from a completely different place. Yeah. She was recruited. She didn't even know the show. She was just happy to be part of whatever was happening. I mean, it, I mean, it, it kind of puts it into a different perspective when you hear her story and how they brought her into the game. Yeah. Yeah. And she had no clothes. Yeah, what do you want? What do you want? And she had, yeah, wait, she had no clothes. I mean, except that kicking killer TJ Maxx twenty five dollar bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know I, I don't, why. Like, we somehow attach like, oh, suffering is good TV. Like, uh, like uh, give them like a little bit more food. Uh, give them a jacket. It's fine. It, that we people we want to see exciting TV and good moves. And, you know, suffer a little bit. I, I mean, there's a degree of which, you know, suffering makes for, you know, good drama. Yes. You don't want them to be, well, fr- fr- you know, uh, freezing to death out there. Well, there's no doubt that production did all they could do to keep her in because she Apparently was. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 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 I guess if they start handing out clothes at that point, I don't know. I mean, I guess there comes a point when, you know, I mean, I guess they could have had. Oh, that was another thing, by the way, that um, Jane had said about her, that she was a challenge beast. Yeah. That she would have really stayed in the game a lot longer because yeah. she was so strong. Well, I so, think she's a track athlete. Know, yeah. You know, I think she would be, I, I wouldn't doubt it if we see Nayanka back out there again. Uh, I think that I'd she would be an for. inspired uh, all-star casting choice if they ever uh, did some sort of like heroes versus villains too or something. Yeah, and I actually asked Jane, would she like to see her or anybody out there that's quit? And Jane said, absolutely. She's matured, you know, from where they, she they played could spin before. It like, I, oh, she's looking for redemption now. Right. Exactly. So, I think great. that's what she even said that she, yeah, it would be good. Okay. That was fantastic. I hope the listeners enjoy her. I think they will. I think, I think, so. think they'll see a whole other side of her. I think so. All right. T Bird, uh, what's next for you? Well, um, actually, I'm hoping I'm not going to have to go out and get another tree. Hey, I see well, you put oh, wait, your tree wait, wait, up, Hold on. What way. happened to your tree? Well, something that uh, Glenn mentioned, and uh, you might have mentioned it early on. I think we, well, I, we put it up so early. You don't say. It doesn't have many needles. You don't say. So you feel like a, <laughs> that you put a natural tree, if you put it up in the middle of November like you did... Uh, might not last until Christmas. I think that you might have been right. And of course, Glenn said the same thing. <laughs> yes. So I'm not sure how that's going to play out, but we'll, I'll keep you posted. But yeah. let me ask you this. You, I wanted to say, ask you about something that I saw that you put on Twitter. It made me smile, even though I didn't understand it. Okay. But I knew something beautiful was yes. happening in your life. Yes, something because beautiful did happen. You said, all right, you said miracles are real. Yeah. In, in a tweet, and then that was it. And then another tweet right behind it, life is beautiful. I did. 
Is Nicole pregnant? Is Nicole pregnant? No, little girl? no, that's what? not. That's not what I would say. That's not what I would nope. say. Uh, okay, T Bird, that I witnessed a miracle with my own eyes on Sunday afternoon when it looked like my beloved New York Jets were about to win a football game, and thankfully, they had the, their defensive coordinator had made the worst call in NFL history. And did a cover zero defense against the Raiders. And Derek Carr threw a beautiful Hail Mary full of grace to Henry Ruggs for an easy touchdown, snatching a victory away from my beloved Jets, ensuring that they still are in primo position to draft Trevor Lawrence in April. Uh, are you kidding me right now? No. Because I was expecting, a, I mean, I don't want to say that that's not a, a, a lovely story, but I felt sure it had to do something with the boys, no. with y'all no, putting I the actually tree was very, uh, up, uh, my kids, the shelf. My kids were trying to talk to me in the last minute of that game, and I was like, they were like, uh, I was like, What? Like, like nobody talk to me right now. I was so mad that they were going to win, and then they and then the jet the Jets lost, and I was jumping. I was so, I was uh, so happy, but they were trying. Like both of both of them tried to say something to me. I was like, like nobody talk to me. <laughs> so Nicole is not with child, N- uh, not to my knowledge. Teresa. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh oh, I don't like the way you just said my name like that. Because when I hear that, I know that's not good. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, then. So I was thinking all these amazing things about your family. I didn't realize no, about I felt, New York I, Jets. I felt a little, a little bad after I saw some people like, oh, I think some people would really would be sad if they knew what I was talking about uh, with those tweets. But, I, but it was a miracle. Well, did anybody else uh, send you a personal private message and say, hey, what's going on? Miracles are real. No, Life is beautiful. This is some beautiful stuff. Uh, no. Well, cat's out of the bag now. Yeah. Look, um, yeah, uh, no, regrets. It was, uh, no regrets. It was one of the highlights of my year. Okay. Yeah. You sound like Nayanka. She said no regrets on her gameplay. No regrets. <laughs> so this is a no regrets kind of podcast. Just I, I have no regrets about on that. I have many other regrets in my life, but the, none none from the, uh, my Twitter on Sunday. Okay. All okay? right then. All right. T Bird. Okay. 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 This was so much fun. Of course, uh, yes, it was. We will uh, be looking. Maybe let's let's try to you know to, talking with T Bird it up again soon. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's plan on it. Yes. I look right. forward to it. All right. Uh, so much uh, cool stuff going on right now on Rob Has a Podcast. I just kicked off uh, coverage of 90 Day Fiance. You ever watch that show, T-Burn? No, it's I have not. It's on the same channel as uh, Cheapskates. I know. I want to watch. I think I'm going to enjoy Cheapskates. I had to get my husband in on that one. He's yeah. going to really appreciate that. I just kicked off coverage of 90 Day Fiance over there with uh, Puya Zambakili. He had been covering it for us on RHAP on the Rahap Ups Network, and uh, that he allowed me to co-host Season 8 coverage doing that over there with Puya. And then also, our friend Natalie Anderson is going to be part of the challenge this season, and I got to join our own yes. Allie Lasher and Brian Cohen to... 
talk about uh, what to expect from a season of the challenge. They're going to have coverage of the challenge kicking off on Wednesday night on our Rehap Ups Network. We had had people ask us for the ability for a long time to uh, give the gift of an RHAP Patreon. Uh, we told we explained how you can do that at robinsonwebsite.com slash gift. And we have so much new stuff in our uh, RHAP shop for our merch store at robinsonwebsite.com slash shop. And I, I'm hoping to one day have Talking with T-Bird shirts. Whoa, would that be cool or what? Hold yep. it. We, we, we got to figure the out the concept. It's kicking the ding. What do you think it should be? I don't know, but but I'm smiling so big just thinking about it. Okay. All right. We're gonna we're working on it. We're working on it. It's in development. All right, good. Okay, so listen, I think you need to think about this. What about doing cheapskates with Nayanka? You guys would be well, great. I, you said is, you wanted to do a podcast with her. I don't know if that show's still on the air. I gotta like uh let's oh. see. Oh well we'll we'll, we'll talk oh we'll talk gosh. about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. You um, guys would be great for that. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Apparently, uh, Extreme Cheapskates uh, started airing in 2012, and the final episode date was on November 2014. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's more. Maybe they rerun. Oh dear it. Lord! Well, that's okay. I mean, all the survivors are coming back. Yeah, I from guess way so. back in the Extreme day. So, yeah. These are coming back, and then y'all can do a podcast on them. It'll be great. Yeah. And by the way, also, if you are interested in seeing any of the sponsors that we talked about in uh, this uh, episode or past episodes of Robin's Podcast and getting more information, head on over to uh, robinswebsite.com slash offers to take advantage of uh, the uh, amazing offers from the sponsors of Rob Has a Podcast. That's going to do it for us here today. T-Bird, uh, I have a uh, a new outro that uh, was sent <gasps> to me. Do you do you want to hear it? Do you want me? To, you want to try yes! it? Okay. All right. Yes, this absolutely. is from one of our listeners, and his name is Murph. Murph from Twitter, and he said Murph. that uh, here we go. Uh, here is a new outro song for talking with T-Bird. I haven't listened to it. Okay. I hope there's no obscenities. Okay, okay, right. let's hear it. Take it away, Murph. Thanks, Murph. T-Bird are here today to talk to those who've played the game Survivor. Talking with T-Bird. What'd you think of that, T-Bird? I love it. It's too short. <laughs> maybe Is that we it? Play. Is there maybe, more? No, I think that's it. All right. So uh, how about this? Uh, maybe in the future, we'll play that after you singing. Oh, uh, his is much better. We yeah, just well, need a I longer mean, version of Merce. Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. All right. Because uh, if you play it. Yes. But Rob, if you play it after my version, people have already tuned out. They're not going to hear Merce. Mm, okay. His, All right. We'll his, figure it out. Okay. Just an idea. Okay, okay, All right. okay. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.